You're listening to The Author's Leverage, where it's all about your book and how to create a greater impact and a greater income with it. This podcast is for the author who knows there's more you can do with that book. Whether you're publishing your first one ever or you've written multiple bestsellers, the path to greatness begins by looking around and seeing that you are, at this moment, standing right in the middle of your own acre of diamonds. My friends, your book is a brand. I'm Parshel Tashi, creative entrepreneur and education design architect, and I'll be your guide diving into the minds of successful authors, renowned publishers, and industry experts to glean practical wisdom you can integrate into your book writing, launch, and marketing strategies today. You'll hear straight from the source how authors like you were able to publish their best work and build wildly profitable, successful businesses around it. Welcome aboard The Author's Leverage. Hey, welcome. This is another episode of The Author's Leverage. And for those that tune in to this show, whether you're an aspiring author or you are a seasoned author and you've published several books, I have the privilege of having so many great conversations with experts in these spaces who can speak to how we can be more successful and really set ourselves up for um, really the impact and the income that we we want when we set out to do this kind of work. So I'm excited that today's conversation, we're talking kind of continuing this theme of like branding um, and how as an author, your platform really matters. And so we have uh, on the show with us today, Marissa Eigenbrood. Let me introduce her. Uh, she's the Senior Vice President of Smith Publicity working closely with all the teams across the company. And throughout her career in public relations, she's worked with nonprofits, Fortune 500 corporations, international brands, college universities, tech startups, and the publishing industry, including small to large size publishers, hybrid presses, debut authors, and industry thought leaders. She brings extensive knowledge to the public relations realm, as well as an organized and dedicated focus to all that she does. And she joined Smith Publicity in 2009, and she began her career as a publicist, then expanding into business development before taking on a variety of leadership roles. And that provided her a diverse understanding of the goals and strategies that are critical to campaign campaign success and an in-depth knowledge of the industry and company as a whole. So, so excited. Thank you. Thank you, Marissa, for being here. Welcome to the Author's Leverage. Yay. Thank you so much for having me, Parshel. Oh my gosh. I'm so excited to be here today. I just love talking to you and the work (laughs) that you guys do is is just like one awesome puzzle piece and putting that author brand and platform together. So uh, it's just such a perfect kind of, you know, you know, blend of of our work together and it just takes that conversation to the next level so so excited to be here (laughs) yes this is so good now tell me a little bit about like your just a little bit about your journey right and especially Mm -hmm. now kind of landing in the space of supporting authors because it is a very specific you know I guess call it niche or group of people special people as we all are but um how did you tell us a little bit about your journey and how you got here yeah absolutely so I you know I always have enjoyed talking to people and, and communications to public relations was a natural uh, you know, space for me to fall into. But when I studied it back in college and all those years ago, I had no idea that book publicity was a thing mm. that was even an option for me to explore. And a year after graduating, I stumbled upon this book publicity agency in Cherry Hill, New Jersey, uh, you know, just kind of an obscure little, you know, shop uh, that I, you know, said, huh, let me, let me give this a try. And the rest is history. Um, I have spent my entire career pretty much here at Smith. And as you said, as for my bio, like I've taken that time to, to grow and 
touch so many aspects of what we do here at Smith. And, and I think that, you know, what has changed, one of the biggest things that's changed over the course of my 13 years here is that cr the critical importance of that author platform. Um, mm. I know it's again, such a big part of our conversation today, but when I started here 13 years ago, you could go out there with just like, hold up your new book and say, Hey, I got a book. Let's talk about it. And, um, and that was exciting. And that was what was going to drive people to pay attention. But today it's not just having a new book, but it's like, what are you adding to the conversations? What problems are you helping to solve? You know, who are you advocating for or what personal story are you sharing that others can relate and connect to? And, you know, when someone reads a book so often today, they want to take a further step. They want to take further action and say, gosh, I really connected so, you know, so close to this content. I'd love to follow this person on social media. I want to go take their course now. I want to have them speak at our conference. Um, and so it's that that has just changed so drastically. And, you know, for us at, at Smith and in my role now, I do a lot of supporting of our team, but I also work really closely with authors on kind of, again, talking about this puzzle of their book launch and saying like, what are all the pieces that you need to fill in to make sure that when your book is launched, that when, you know, we're driving eyes to you through publicity coverage, that you're ready on the other side to nurture those eyes, to keep them engaged with you and to keep them for the long term too. I think that's just been mm -hmm. such a big change too, is like, how do you, when you want to have that second, third book, fourth book, you know, you're working on, like, how do you keep those people with you in that time in between? And so it's just been fascinating to see how the industry has changed. And, and truthfully too, that author platform has kind of always been in our DNA at Smith. You know, when we started, um, our CEO and, and uh, founder, Dan Smith, he kind of saw a hole in the marketplace. So like self-published authors at the time, they didn't have representation and but they still had great stories to tell. And so that was how it started and representing those voices. Um, and with that, those self-published authors rarely got the traditional reviews uh, because they wanted the traditional you know, titles to review for the New York Times and things like that. So we had to say, well, what are the other ways that we can we can get you know that that message across, and a lot of times it came back to the author and their stories and their voice mm. and how you could share that. And uh, you know, as I said, it's part of our DNA, and it's it's so important to where we are today that we get to apply that now to traditionally published and hybrid and independent published authors too. Yeah, that's incredible. And just like you said, just being able to witness all the changes over, like you said, 13 years mm. in your career, and even looking back yeah. to the, some that started before then. Um, what do you feel like? I guess in your in your uh, span of time mm -hmm. what do you think contributed the most to how how things are different now why the author mm. platform is so important what are some of those driving factors that yeah have influenced that yeah i mean there's two that come to mind immediately one is just within the publishing industry the the um autonomy if you will of like your choices like you get to do what you want to do as an author today and you didn't get to do that before and so like you have the ability to choose your path and you know, and really kind of figure out what works best for you and what feeds your needs and your goals most in the path you want to take. And so we see a lot of individuals, for example, who their goals are, you know, they want to drive new business. They want to bring people into their speaking, their consulting, their, their coursework that they have. And so a lot of times hybrid publishing is the best path for them because they really get to maintain a lot of that, that IP, that intellectual property control, make sure it has that brand consistency across the board. So I think that's been such a driving factor of 
that continued, um, you know, that emphasis on like the brand and it's not just being about book sales for everybody mm-hmm. that's led to these other publishing paths emerging. And again, hybrid publishing becoming such a big space right now um, and continually growing. And then you know, the other piece of it, I think, is social media. Truly, mm-hmm. it really is. Like I think yeah. back to 13 years ago when, um, you know, Facebook was for college students still. And <laughs> it was, you know, that's how I got, I remember my sophomore year being like, Marist got, Marist got mm-hmm. finally got into Facebook. Mm-hmm. Like, this is the biggest thing. Um, and, you know, but it was still meant for college students. There weren't really other ways to reach people. Like LinkedIn wasn't a big thing. And, right. um, you know, these are on platforms. So I think that's, you know, the, the access to your audiences and the, then because of that access, the kind of requirement to be sharing content with them so regularly and to kind of keep them interested in you that um you know that kind of trade-off of i'm going to stay engaged with you if you keep giving me more information that i'm interested in i think has has really changed things significantly and just put so much more of that and like that pressure truly it is there's a lot of pressure on the author to have to deliver on this this content and these these channels through which they can stay connected so I think those are definitely two of the bigger driving factors of a lot of the change. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. And it, it's so true. And you can't deny that. I mean, definitely, like you said, the publishing aspect has changed. There's a lot more control that the author has. And social mm-hmm. media is really changing. Um, also, access to you know readers and feedback, right? Like you're able sure. to, in some cases, build a book, create a book alongside of a community, which... I've Absolutely. seen to be the most effective way to do it. <laughs> um, right? it's, yeah. it's a longer <laughs> game though, but um, depending on where you are, it makes a lot of sense. So mm-hmm. um, I'm curious, cause I know we're talking about the author platform and mm-hmm. I-, I want for those listening in just to have sort of a clear understanding of what that actually means. So you as a yeah. publicist that has a book an opportunity, um, what is it that you're looking for that mm-hmm. determines really the success rate or potential for that author? Yeah. I would say, you know, what's important within the author platform is you don't need to be everything for everyone. So it's really thinking about where does your target audience live and then what are their needs and how can you best fulfill those? And so that's what then gives us the direction on what, what specific marketing initiatives or marketing channels are going to be most applicable to you, you know, as, as an author. And so I think for most, an author website is is one that's just, you know, you've got to have that home base. You've got to have that one-stop shop of information, um, whether you're a fiction author, whether you're a nonfiction author, whether you're self-help or you're a business author. It's, it's so important to have that page where anybody can go just to find all the things about you. So it doesn't have to be this insane website with all the bells and whistles, you know, doing something that's like really basic and just gets the, you know, your bio, your about your book section, your media page, um, and what your offerings are and your social links, contact info, book buying, you're good to go. Um, you know, it doesn't have to be a huge, you know, all these kind of site map pages behind the scenes right, there. So right. um, I think that's, that's definitely a, a must have. Um, but again, like how you're shaping that page is going to be reflective of again, kind of what your audience is looking for too. Um, from there being present on a social media platform, you don't got, you don't have to be on all of them. If you're a business author, spend your time on LinkedIn. If you're, you know, if you happen to be in like sports or politics, spend your time on Twitter. Um, and if you're, you know, if you're doing lifestyle, Instagram for sure, maybe start dabble in the TikTok space, 
fiction, you know, Facebook can be a really great resource, great advertising options for the fiction space for sure, mm-hmm. or dabbling in Goodreads as well, getting more specific in the publishing world. But and just like starting with one, so it doesn't feel like this overwhelming thing that you're trying to take on. Even if you're, again, if you're not active at all, if you're somewhat active, but you're trying to figure out how to start talking about your book and your writing process and your offerings, um, you know, just starting there and really seeing what people are responding to and, and engaging with what's energizing them that will just help give further direction moving forward. So I think, you know, those are two key, like really tangible pieces mm-hmm. there. And then I think the the third thing I would say is like, what's the action item? So again, based on your target audience, when they're brought to you, what action are they going to be able to take to stay with you? Are they going to sign up for a newsletter? Are you going to have a course where you keep them involved? Do you have speaking and workshop offerings, consulting? You know, just think about what step can you encourage them to take beyond just buying your book and, you know, and not just, just following you on social media too, but like, let's make sure there's that extra step they can take. And that piece doesn't have to be perfectly in place, you know, mm-hmm. at the very beginning of everything, but just have, I think having that by the time you're launching your book, making sure that you, you just got that engagement point ready is, um, is really important. And I think ultimately it's just thinking about how are you presenting yourself as a, a subject matter expert. So you might be a subject matter expert as a fiction author with thrillers um, related to dystopian worlds and things and fantasy creatures, or you're the subject matter expert in company culture and DEI initiatives and how it's being impacted by you know the Great Resignation. You know how are you just making sure that people know this is who you are. This is what I can offer in this space. And this is why you should stay with me moving forward. And that's and the media is looking for that too. Certain media is going to look for certain social followings and things like that. But ultimately, you know, that's a smaller group. What they're really looking for is that you're consistent. And that, you know, that's so important to building trust, building that reliability with your audiences is just that you're staying consistent with your efforts. And if you're, you start posting three times a week on LinkedIn, don't all of a sudden stop it completely or go to, go to once a week. Like keep that consistency because that's, that's what people are going to be looking for. Um, I think those are some of the, the key elements to, to think about there. And media only helps to elevate it then and mm-hmm. elevate that platform. And it gives you the chance to take all this great work you're doing and, and push it out there to more eyes beyond your immediate personal and professional networks. Absolutely. That's so powerful. I hope everyone was taking notes on that because I would. <laughs> um, just to, just to, again, see that perspective, right? Um, Marissa's in that seat of saying, we can make, we can, ex, you know, uh, expand what you have and mm-hmm. really looking to see those, those are foundational things that are going to be essential that you can begin working on now or, or start to bring a focus back to. Um, so I would love for you also to speak to, well, actually we'll speak to, to both. One, someone who maybe is in a transition point from maybe say a full-time career as an executive, right? Mm-hmm. And looking to now say, you know what, I've got a lot of expertise. I've got some things that I want to share and kind of have my own thing where I have just a group of people that I help and support. Um, yeah. And and for some of them, you know, the, the thought of writing a book comes, comes to mind. I literally just before this conversation was speaking <laughs> to a woman who's like, I'm in that, you know, transition, you know, transition and, and wanting to, figure out how I can establish myself. So mm-hmm. how would you speak? What would you advise that person? And then the other person to speak to would be someone who's had a book for four or five years and is not doing anything or it's not, yeah. you know, they're frustrated with, with it. And, um, cause I, I have con- those conversations too. 
Mm -hmm. Yeah, you know, I the the transition conversation, uh, I feel like we, I have them all the time as well. I just <laughs> had one. I'm working on a proposal for an author who is going through that and, um, you know, share with me like, hey, this is my I've got I had this like three to five year plan that I shared with my company you know, three years ago, we're coming mm -hmm. up on in the last mm -hmm. couple of years of this. And, um, and he released a book earlier this year, and he's ready to do another one early next year and wants to now add in publicity and kind of ramp it up a little bit more. And I would say that for those who might not be in his shoes, we've already got the, the first book, you're getting ready to kind of step into that process and really look at, at what's ahead, I would say, you know, Number one, get on social media now. <laughs> um, is just start it now. It's it's like it's it's yesterday is always you know late with social media. It's like you mm -hmm. can always be doing it, and it's gonna the the more organic it is and its growth in in that engagement and everything, the better. And people are gonna notice that you know, and they're they're it's gonna just drive more 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 and more people into you. So, or to just getting started on that social media piece of it. And if you're not sure what to say, you know, just start sharing other articles of things that relate to, you know, what you're speaking to, to a degree and just add a couple sentences of like your thoughts around this other article. Um, and those are really great ways to just start to show that you're part of the conversations in your industry. Um, I would say reserve your name website, uh, you know, mm -hmm, um, mm -hmm. not your book title <laughs> because the book title <laughs> will expire after time. Reserve your name. So mm -hmm. MarissaEigenbrew.com, you know, that's, you, because that you will always be a part of all that's to come beyond this. So mm -hmm. reserve that. Or if you've got a bigger theme, you know, if your theme is to, you know, be visionary, like be visionary.com, make that um, your, but like reserve that URL for yourself and start to think about, you know, what we might incorporate in there. Um, you know, I think too, and we, we actually work with a lot of authors in those early stages where, we're giving them that guidance on those pieces. We do it from more of a consultative basis here at Smith versus the full service execution we do with publicity. But we love to come in early and get a chance to start talking to authors about the missing pieces of their puzzle um, and, you know, introduce them to the right partners, uh, you know, who can help build out the other pieces of what they might need. There's, there's so many individuals of our 25 years in business that we've, you know, just built this great web of awesome people along the way that we love to work with. So, mm -hmm. um, but I think, you know, in those early stages too, once you've, you know, once you've got the social media, the the website ready, you can also start to do some publicity early on too. And just like starting to write some articles and just sharing, doing some podcasts, um, just starting to share your voice a little bit here and there and, and pepper it. in. so it's not a surprise when all of a sudden you go and write this book and people are saying, Oh, wow, I haven't really heard you know, John Smith talk about this before. And now all of a sudden he's out here talking about it. So it shouldn't be new the first time they're, you know, hearing about it when the book comes out. Um, but I think just knowing that it is a process, it's a journey and to, mm -hmm. you know, give yourself that time. If it's a thought now, start taking some action and start putting some of those early pieces in place so that it doesn't all come at you in this wave at once and feel super overwhelming as you're trying to yeah. figure out your publishing path and everything too. And and so we love we love when authors come to those early stages because it's like we can talk about all those things, but also talk about like what publishing path makes sense for you and what is it you know again what does it look like when you're you know you're kind of in the driver's seat of the whole process. Yeah, exactly, exactly. And and to the and to the more seasoned author because that's 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 yeah. perfect advice for someone who's um, really thinking about this and you're like, okay, what do I do right now as I'm figuring things out? You can always mm -hmm. start just start building organically 
you know, and start sharing is, is really yeah. powerful. Um, and yeah. then lo looking at the, the let's say I call them the more seasoned author or someone mm -hmm. who's had something out or maybe multiple books out that really just haven't, I guess I would say reached its full potential that they envisioned mm -hmm. when they put it out. Um, so we're speaking to that person and um, cause one of, one of the things that's been, that's kind of come to me, I'm not sure if it's like somebody else has said it before, but I'm like, what's happened with how scripts and not, and fiction work has become movies and all mm. kinds of experiences. I feel like there's another opportunity that's opening up in the e-learning space for nonfiction work. Yeah. So absolutely. Um, if you already have work out, like that's, that's what we come in to help and facilitate and execute for our authors. But um, how would you speak to in, in, in that same light, someone who mm -hmm. already has work out? Yeah. You know, I would say again, if you, you've got the book out, but if you haven't done those social media pieces and stuff, it's never too late, even though I said okay. yesterday is yep. too late, but it's never too late. Get started now and start talking about it. But what you want to think about though, is that, okay, your book is four years old now, let's say, we've got to have something fresh for them to get excited about. So maybe you decide to launch a newsletter at this time. Maybe you decide to launch your own podcast at this mm. time, or you decide to launch your own course, something like that. Like, what is that, um, that newer, exciting thing that someone can be drawn into, that the book is still a resource and connection to, and that kind of business card that is part of the whole experience. Um, but it's good to give a little something fresh. Again, it, doesn't, it could be a whole course, or it could also be, like I said, just launching a newsletter. Um, it could be that, hey, is your book in audiobook form yet? Let's yep. do the audiobook. That's a great way to refresh it. And maybe you, you know, refresh the content. Um, mm -hmm. If it's four years old, and you're in the business space, I mean, a lot of different spaces, let's say in the business space, I'm going to say there's probably, because of the last two years, there's probably some big updates that could be made to your books. So it was a time for a second edition mm. to think about with the book. Um, you know, I think, you know, certain things like that make you kind of think about, okay, that's just like a whole other book launch. Am I jumping into it? But, um, you know, again, there's probably a lot of updates that can be made or, you know, do you just start writing like a regular blog that you're driving people to, but just something that feels new and fresh that you can add into your overall platform and, and your brand, I think is important at that stage. Um, and, you know, again, you can start doing LinkedIn lives all of a sudden, you can just like add something that feels, feels fresh for people to start engaging with. I love this. And what I, I, I love the fact that you all at, at Smith, you all offer, I think it's bi-monthly webinars and, and just insights mm -hmm. on these kind of information, yeah. bringing a lot of different experts. And so could you talk a little bit about that too? So that way, you know, now sure. in the conversation, cause there's so much, like I'm, I'm taking notes. Like, so yeah. <laughs> I want others to know that like, this could be something that you experience yeah. more regularly if you're trying to think and really have that uh, support in place. So yeah, could you speak to that? Absolutely. Thank you for the opportunity to do that, Parshall. And I think, you know, we really, it, it's, it's kind of, part of our values at Smith is to educate, to provide information. So even if we're not a good fit, we only take on about 10% of the authors that come to us. But we love to review each one and find, you know, is it a good fit? What, what's unique about it? That could be a good fit for us. But those that we don't get to work with, you know, if we're not just sending them in the direction of another great publicity team, um, we love to just provide education, provide resources. So our webinar series is one piece of that. We launched it this year in honor of our 25th anniversary, and we're doing them every other month. Um, we do have one coming up in two weeks called What Media Wants. Um, it's really exciting. We have someone from, from Fox Philadelphia, a producer, as well as someone from Business Insider, uh, who are coming in to talk with our publicity manager, Andrea, about kind of what's going on in the media. What are they looking for with experts and authors today? Um, and talking about the trends and the timely conversations. So 
you know, you'll, uh, we'll be sharing more about that through my LinkedIn. So you can definitely find that. Um, beyond the, the webinar too, we're regularly sharing new information through our podcast. Uh, we've got a great blog. Uh, we've got a monthly newsletter too. So there's just a lot of different channels, um, social channels too. It'll direct you to a lot of that content. So I always encourage us like follow us on social and you'll hear about those things that are going on. And, um, you know, and you can find kind of what, what do you need? What information are you looking for? If you, you know, search through our blog, you're probably going to find an article about it after all these years. <laughs> <laughs> I love that. And I love that you, you know, we, we have a, a common value for sure in education and we're um, a, a little bit younger than Smith, but um, we're excited <laughs> just to be sharing. And one of those ways is through our podcast too. So um, really, really appreciate that and that you all offer that. So um, a couple other questions I have for you um, before we sure. before we go. Um, one is, uh, what do you see for, I should say, the, the future of publishing and um, sort of mm. a future world for authors? Like, what is it that you're seeing coming ahead? Um, I would say from the perspective of, oh, my God, I'm really excited about this. And I'm a little concerned about these things. Yeah, <laughs> like, yeah. you say, like, you know, when you look forward, let's say five, five years, 10 years. Oh, that's so yeah. yeah, five, 10 oh years. Oh, my ago. gosh, right? <laughs> 10 years. What does 2032 look like? It's crazy <laughs> to think about. Uh, oh my gosh. Well, you know, I think some of the positive things I think is only going to continue to be the control the author has over their journey. Um, and I just am excited to see that continue to grow. Um, and all of these, like, you know, within the publishing world, I'd love seeing not just the hybrids and like these like kind of three main buckets of traditional hybrid self-published emerged but now it's getting into like it's, it's niching itself down more and more and more and you're getting like here's this hybrid publisher but they specialize in mind body spirit titles and here's like so when you're working mm. with them you're getting a group that just knows that world to such an extent and they can get you in front of those spaces that are potentially going to make a bigger difference than if you were just you know focusing on the the, the bigger thirty thousand foot view of things and so i I would, I, I'm excited to see that continue, to, like the, just the publishing world continue to niche down in those ways. And I think there's so much opportunity that lies ahead for, for that to continue happening. Um, you know, I think that from like a, a concerned standpoint, I just think from like, <laughs> as a publicist and as marketers, I think it's like all of the options that are available out there to connect with. Like now, you know, oh. okay, the longest time we got to focus on radio, TV, magazines, newspapers. And then these podcast things started showing up and these blogs and okay, now we're going to, we're going to move into that. And then it became like bookstagrammers and booktubers and book talkers and, uh -huh. you know, all of them. So how are we taking advantage of those? Now we're getting into more newsletters and sub stacks. And, you know, so for us, it's like, where are you, where are we putting our energy and, the investment that the authors are making with us to be as, most, as impactful as possible for our authors. And then, you know, how many spaces do they need to be in? Like, where is their true return on energy in the end? Um, you know, how are they, like, where do they need to spend their time? And I think that is a territory that we're going to have to really navigate is, you know, you, you are going to be expected to kind of be, in a lot of different places at once. And yeah. how do you manage your time when most authors are not doing it full time and they've got a nine to five, if not longer than that job. And they've got a family at home and they've got all these things to figure out. And now we need you to be, you know, creating TikTok videos every day <laughs> and you need to write, you need to write an article and then we need you to do a podcast interview and then we need you to do that. And it's like, you know, I think that's like, how do we keep that zeroed in? Um, and certainly again, the target audience will be helpful in that. But I think, 
it's always being cautious of like not jumping into the trends too quickly and making sure we're really thinking about like where, where that return on energy is coming, coming in strongest. Yeah. A hundred percent. It's, it's just so interesting. I, I, and I've, I've had similar thoughts too, just especially around the future side of things. But even mm-hmm. now I feel overwhelmed with how many access points there are, like you just mentioned. Yeah. And I think that there could be more. Yeah, that's burning. Right. <laughs> I know, I, I know. <laughs> uh, but I, it, it's inspiring though. I have to say that just to see how, like essentially what is built around a book, like that excites me, um, mm-hmm. whether it's community, whether it's uh, programs, whether it's just workshops, live events. I mean, it's really, um, really interesting to see. So I'm curious from your yeah. standpoint, who or, or what type of project uh, from a book, when you look at this whole, basically like a, a land mass around it of just uh-huh. like, like a theme park, let's say. Um, like what what project have you seen that you're like, wow, that is so cool. Like what they did with yeah. this theme or this book. Yeah, you know, one that always comes to mind for me, it has a very special place in my heart. I think you and I talked about this before, Parshel. So um, we had the opportunity to work with the former CEO of Campbell Soup um, uh, back in 2020. Of course, his book came out in March of 2020. Uh, he, he still made the best of it, even though it was, you know, right in the midst of the start of the pandemic. Um, but his <laughs> name is D- Doug Conan. And um, we worked with Doug on the launch of his book called The Blueprint. It was his second book. And um, he was publishing through Wiley's, so the traditional publisher, you know, specialized traditional publisher. And what I have loved seeing, because I'm still connected with Doug and his team through their newsletters and through everything. And, you know, before the book came out, they had these different workshops and things that, that you could participate in and, and sign up for, um, which were already great. But what they've done since then is they, I mean, they're really good about staying consistent on social media, but they've also launched these different um, like leadership summits, they're bringing in other voices and other experts, and they're just having all these awesome connection points that are that just feel so authentic to his brand. And he's bringing the right people to that just elevate what he talks about to the to this other level, and just are it just feels so authentic to who he is and what he focuses on his content. And I just love seeing that since 2020, like how they've continued to just add like little bits to it every year. There's like just a little something new um, with each, each new initiative that they're rolling out. And um, that's just one that, that I've, yeah, I've just, I've always kind of look at it. Like, this is an awesome, no pun intended blueprint. Of his book. Um, <laughs> like it really is a great blueprint for, for others to follow and knowing too, that you don't have to have all the answers and everything in place by publication date that like the life of a book can can go on for years after it comes out if you just keep adding these other elements and other experiences to to your platform after that and that's exactly what he's done so now we're two years beyond the book launch and the book and this conversation around the blueprint has so many more meanings to it but the book's always at the the heart and the core of of all of them in the end yes yes absolutely one of the things that i teach is like your book is like the eiffel tower Right, the Eiffel mm. Tower only makes but so much money as itself as a monument. But what, like, right. look at all the stuff that's happening around it. Yeah, like take selfies with it. You like eat at the cafes around. Like they're killing it out there. Right, <laughs> right. It, so. <laughs> so I love awesome. that analogy. <laughs> yeah. So, um, Marissa, thank you so much uh, again for being here. I I want to open it up uh, one last time for any like last parting words that you have. Um, and then one question that I love asking is, what is your one word? So 
we're in a space where like we're using a lot of words, but if we were to simplify it down as sort of your message from you to, to the world, what would that one word be? Yeah, I would say my one word, and this is kind of a conversation I'm having recently, but it's support. I think that it's important that we support ourselves in who we want to be, be advocates for ourselves, know how to say no sometimes to things, um, but support each other. And like, I love to support our team. I love to support authors. Um, you know, I love to see other authors supporting each other and lifting each other up. And I just think that we're in a world right now that, that can so benefit from as much support as possible. So that's, that's my word right now. <laughs> I love that. I love that. And and that, that that's like a great parting advice too. It's like support right? each other. We need each other. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Talk that. to each other. Get ideas from each other. You know, you don't have to reinvent the wheel every time. Like, there's a reason that some authors have been successful. Reach out to them on LinkedIn. Hey, say hey. Can I talk about your experience and learn from you? And we'll probably say yes. And if they don't, it's like dating. They say no. Move on to the next one. So. Right. <laughs> so simple, right? Yeah. <laughs> so Marissa, thank you so much for being here. Just want to acknowledge like all the work that you've done just to support other yeah. authors and getting it out there. And it uh, just means a lot to be connected with other people who want to do that in their own unique way. So uh, just excited to be connected with you and to see the Likewise. amazing stuff that's coming down the pike. So yeah. Thank you so much, Parshall. It's been such a great opportunity to get to meet you and talk with you about everything. And um, just to have you again as a wonderful resource and a great industry friend through this. And um, again, on the support piece of it, if I can be of help to anyone, um, please feel free to reach out to me directly, um, connect on LinkedIn, um, you know, and learn more on our, on, through all the marketing channels I mentioned earlier. We're here to help. Wonderful, wonderful. Thanks again. And for those uh, that are here, thank you for tuning in as well. I hope this was valuable uh, to you as it was to me for sure. And um, I'm excited too. We actually just officially launched today our book to course quiz. Um, so if you go to the authorsleverage.com, you'll be able to essentially answer the question, should I turn my book into a course, right? Is that the path or is that a potential path for you? So I've created a really short and simple quiz that's going to help you identify that and point you to some other resources. So um, check that out. And as always, this is where we have conversations that are going to help uh, as authors, whether you're in the process of thinking about writing a book or you've already got one out. Like there's so much you can do as we've talked about. And that's what we talk about here. So we hope that you'll come back and um, check us out on all the platforms, all the things, the authors leverage. And we'll talk to you soon. See ya. Thanks for tuning in to this episode of The Author's Leverage. You can subscribe to wherever you listen to your podcast. Hey, do me a favor. If you found this helpful, leave us a review and share this episode with someone it could help along their journey. To check out more resources, visit theauthorsleverage.com. Thanks again for tuning in. Until next time.